One! Hello, all of my amazing friends out there. How the hell are you? Hopefully you guys are doing uh, mighty fine. As uh, am I. Fine, mighty fine. Your host of this amazing podcast show. It's, it's amazing because you guys join us, talk with us, have fun with us, all that good stuff. And that show would be Attack to Talk. And you guys would be our amazing Attack to Talk Levi squad. What's up? As we have our friends joining us. Josh, a.k.a. I Repent, a.k.a. Hater Xenon. And then we have our favorite Jaegerist, Heise, a.k.a. Jacob, a.k.a. 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 and IG. What is it again? Want me to say it? <laughs> yeah. A.k.a. Um, help me. A.k.a. A.k.a. Huh? Wait, on IG? For yeah, yeah. For Jacob. I'm Storm. I am Storm. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I was really hoping that you were going to get it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get it. I was, all Maybe I had was just Josh AKA, and Jacob. It would have came out. I, I just call you guys by your names at this point now. It's all just Josh and Jacob. And uh, But yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. And of course, I have with me to my left. Well, you guys see boxes here, but this is Brady Bunch here. This is my left. <laughs> and in the box to my left is my good friend. And who are you? And how are you? Hello, I am Lexi. <laughs> And, um, it's been a day. It's been a day? It's been a day, but we're here Say now. Say why. <laughs> why has it been a day? Um. Explain to us what you have been going through today. Dead noise. Finish my orange slice. Um. What? I said I know what the Brady Bunch is? Yeah, it's an old thing. And I know it just because of uh, pop culture and history. Oh, yeah. That too. Never seen it before in my <laughs> life. Um, but I basically got locked out of my car because the battery of my remote wasn't working. <laughs> and it doesn't I let you use the car unless it's <laughs> like, unless you unlock it. So <laughs> I just have excellent security on my car. I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> you do mean to laugh because you're still doing it. I don't it. mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh at your demise. I mean, at your, at, at yeah. your misfortune. I mean, your. Uh, so my car uh, yeah, security is just so good that not even I could get it. <laughs> so I had to. So I called AutoZone. They're like, oh, we don't do that. And then they're like, oh, you have to go to your Nissan dealer. Nissan dealers close on Sundays. Ooh. And I was like, well, crap. Because I'm at my boyfriend's apartment and I'm. I'm not able to go anywhere without my car. Yeah. So I was like, crap. Yeah, you know, okay. I agree. That's so unfortunate. My mm -hmm. gosh. You know, I only laugh because this is essentially my hand-me-down yeah. to you. This yeah. is the car that I had. Give me a broken car. That you have. And it, it took a while for it to break. It I did. will say that. It didn't immediately break. It took a and while for it to break. it wasn't the car that was broken. Knock on wood. It's board. just, you know, it, it has such great security, as you said, <laughs> that it prevents anybody from entering or from exiting. So... There you go. So the car doesn't even turn on if you didn't unlock it. The owner didn't unlock it, and I couldn't yeah. because the button doesn't work. I literally don't have an unlock button mm -hmm. on my key. Yeah. So I had to call a locksmith. They got it taken care of. Now I have two keys. So Great. There you go. See, it all, all works all out. All is well. It all works out. And uh, I'm Other happy that Other than that, I've been here. doing a lot of cooking this weekend. It's been great. Yeah. There you go. So as you guys can see, unfortunately, Zach is not here with us again because Zach is indeed a ghost. Mm-hmm. Zach is ghosting it up over at his job. Uh, yeah, so um, we mentioned before plenty of times over in this podcast, Zach is a very busy individual. He likes to pile on his plate. And uh, believe it or not, Zach got another job. So, so now Zach is going to be working on weekends. And we've been trying to go ahead and uh, work around his schedule. But his schedule is very, very difficult to work around. But 
Uh, we are going to try to make sure we get Zach back here in the pod. Uh, yes, definitely. Hustler mentality. You know, he's, he just likes to go ahead and be a busy guy. Um, and we love Zach for it, man. We're, we're so uh, happy that he is, uh, you know, using up his time in a productive way like that, where it, whether it's just, you know, helping out with uh, in this month of October, making all these awesome haunted houses and stuff, or whether it be, you know, just working. And uh, again, as Josh says, that hustler, menta- hustle, hustler yeah. mentality. And for me, I obviously need to work on my speaking. <laughs> Your speech. But uh, yeah, the goat's birthday was yesterday. Nice. Hell yeah. Happy birthday to all you goats out there. It was, um, um, you know who he's talking about? Is it he's talking about Isayama? Who he's talking about? It was Flock's birthday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is that, I was going to tell that on you. Instagram or something? Uh, yeah, every every one of the characters have like their own. Obviously, they all have their own birthday. And yesterday, so Flock is uh, the seventh, over, huh? Yeah, seventh was Flock's. Interesting. Well, happy belated birthday, Flock. I saw it on Twitter. Hope you had a great flocking time. And I'm still calling it Twitter. Nice. I'm not calling it X. Um. But yeah, happy that you're here, at least Lex. Yeah, I made it. Yeah. That's why we that. started a couple minutes late because I literally was here like. I literally just finished doing my makeup like 30 seconds ago. So, yeah. <laughs> so last week we had uh, AOT, ga- AOT gang camera. Mm-hmm. This week we have Caesar camera. As you guys get to see some of uh, Caesar's art, art that I have here, as well as, of course, some Shiggy merch. It looks pretty cool. I like it a lot. I like it a uh, lot. There we go. Something for you guys to go ahead and look at. Um, but yeah, guys, we're in for a good episode. So this episode is so jam-packed that we're splitting up episode 13 of season three into four parts. So we'll be covering uh, part three today, and we'll be finishing up the episode uh, next week. And uh, where do I buy the hand, I believe? That's something you can just maybe search up over on Amazon, I believe. Uh, if not, then you'll probably find it over on Fandomian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either one of those. Maybe. Uh, played the new My Hero Academia game. Did not last one hour. Would that no. would that be the battle royale game that all these people have been talking about? Uh, yeah, that one. Okay. okay. So, which characters are you running as? I'm kind of curious because you can pretty much be every character over there. To my understanding, right? I'm sure there's obviously people that you can't be, but for the majority of it, you're okay. Bakugo, Bakugo would be high say. Uh, and for Josh, who are you running as? Kind of curious. That's kind of a cool little question. I know we've asked that before over in um, in past episodes of like if there was a Smash Brothers type game, whatever, or some yeah. sort of battle royale, and you were to be able what to choose which anime play? character out we of We talked all about different... this with uh, with our cousins. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. And he said I looked for Overhaul but cried when I couldn't find him. <laughs> uh, I know. Todoroki is because he's too OP. Yeah. You know. So wait, you're telling me Overhaul literally is in the game, or you have to unlock him? He Cause... said they couldn't find him, so I guess he's not in the game. Do you have to unlock characters? I would imagine you have to unlock characters, right? They probably have DLCs that... that um, yeah, he deserve better. He's on the game? What? Yeah. What is this blasphemy? How Hopefully you... they'll release a DLC where you can... You can oh, it, yeah, that's but... true. They, when they do that. They do that when they go ahead and they have characters available for DLC. Yeah. It's like, oh, purchase this Damn. DLC. And you is can the game free? There's only a little bit of villains. What the hell is going on? Yeah. The villains are like some of the, the best in... Most fun characters to potentially play as. At least the game's free. Free. Okay. Well, thanks. So those are free. free. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Well, the game's not doing a good job of trying to uh, get me to buy it because yeah. I, I would love to go and run it up, run it as those the villains specifically. Villains. I know Shiggy's in the game. He has to be in the game. But if Overhaul's not in it, dude, come on. 
That's not cool. It's just a side character now, man. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, guys, so there's a lot to talk about in this episode. Um, we all know how much Jacob loves Armin. So this is a big Armin episode. You know, we talk about character development for a lot of these characters. We talk about how they go ahead and they there are so many characters that go through these trials and tribulations being thrown into the fire. Are they going to be able to go and come out as diamonds? Yeah. And let me tell you who the brightest, shiniest diamond there is in Attack on Titan. And that is Armin Arlen. Armin could go in that dumpster. Right. <laughs> what is up, Bat Bat? Wow. Bat says, I have a Ford Fusion. Uh, Lex with the battery key, but there's a physical key in the remote key and a hidden keyhole on the door handle. Maybe your car has that. Mm, interesting. So there you go. Something to look forward to or maybe I check. do have a keyhole on the on the car handle. It's just that I... I mean, that's how I'm getting in and out of my car now. Oh, okay. But... Um, I like couldn't even start the car because the alarm was going up because I previously obviously locked it with my with my fob. Yeah. And then I couldn't unlock it because I don't have the unlock button on my fob. It like completely broke today. Because usually I've been able to just like stick my finger in it and like you know press the circuit board. The metal part that I needed for it just fell off today. I don't know where it went. Interesting. And so I couldn't press the unlocks on it. So because I had previously locked it with the fob, it wasn't letting me start the car at all until I could unlock it with the fob. That's why I had to get a locksmith. Damn. Well, thank you so much for that, Bat Bat. Appreciate you trying to go in about Lexi for a future potential uh, my, issues. But my little Nissan. Yeah. My Good 2009 Nissan. That's what it is. Crazy yeah, car. Yeah, definitely crazy car, yeah. But at least I know the security's good. True. At least I know it's, it's going to be annoying if it gets stolen. No one, they can't even start it. Yeah. Okay, hold on, Ice. Heise, hold on. So that's this is some crazy. The slander here is unnecessary for Armin. He says, Me, Flock, and Aaron will bury Armin next to, uh, I'm guessing you meant to say, Junkyard? <laughs> Unkyard. Or Unkyard. What up, Unk? Um, it's not cool, man. You can't do that to Armin because Armin is such a pivotal character for Attack on Titan. I said it. That's just how it <laughs> is, guys. Iron goes, How if Flock's dead? Oh, true. very true. True. Flock is dead. How are you going to do that, man? Flock's dead. Can't do it. Because Flock is dead. But yeah, guys, it's going to be a, a, a huge episode for uh, our characters that we love so much, like Mikasa, Aaron, and Armin. We get to see them really in their uh, their new attitudes, or maybe their same attitudes, or maybe just getting to see, again, that, as I mentioned, that character development and how they handle situations. Which is something we actually kind of talked about, or we asked you guys about over in the uh, poll question. Talk about attitudes. Talk about how you would, you, how you guys would go ahead and fare in a certain situation. That's one thing I can't wait to go ahead and get into. Of course, you know that we will get into that Q and A, and get into that poll question. You guys know the drill, as well as uh, warning to all of our friends for spoiler talk. We love to go and talk spoilers, and I have a feeling we're going to be talking some serious spoilers here because, again, of Armin and Armin, how incredible he is, and uh, anime and yeah. spoilers. Definitely anime spoilers, and then also. Uh, a Q&A we asked you guys. We might actually get some answers to in this uh, in this episode. Yeah. So that'll be cool to go ahead and, and talk about. And for all we know, maybe you guys actually answered with that answer that we are going to be seeing in this episode. But I'm excited to go ahead and see what you guys said. We love the feedback. We love the responses and the results to the Q&A and the poll question. So without further ado, perhaps we can uh, maybe jump into... The Q&A and, and the poll question. I do want to see real quick what chat is saying. Uh, yes. Uh, Bapet says, what would you have gotten for Flock's birthday if you had gone? Interesting. Yeah, that'd be a great question for Heisei. Yeah. Um, 
and Haise, what are you bringing to Flock's birthday? He's like myself. And how are you? How did you get invited to this? Because he's a Jaegerist, man. I guess it's true. All Jaegerists were invited. All Jaegerists were invited. Is this a party do you, that you think is worth Aaron's time? Do you think Aaron attends? No. Or do you think he doesn't attend? Aaron's got better things to do. Don't with e no, don't even finish that sentence. Hey. Don't finish that sentence. I hope you're going to say health. <laughs> Armin's health. Armin's health. Yes, health. Um, but interesting here, Josh says, did you guys hear about the interview with Aaron Yeager on the 23rd? Yeah, uh, I did actually. I We're heard about that too. Interviewing an anime character. Yeah. Which I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. And is this going to go ahead and set up future times where anime characters get to go and get interviews? Because that's pretty cool. I wonder if they're going to do it where it's like, it's just going to be audio. They're just going to have like the voice actor. <laughs> or if they're going to have it just like typed out, pre written, whatever. Yeah. However, Isayama thinks that it should be done. Yeah. yeah. Or completely like scripted. I mean, I guess it has to be because it is an an a fictional anime character. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm interested to see how that's going to be done. Interesting. Voice actor is going to ask. Answer I say clearly character. wants to talk to Aaron yeah. so desperately. He so. needs to talk to Bro yes. multiple times. Mm -hmm. But Josh says I think the voice actor is going to answer questions in character, and that's yeah. so cool. That's That'd so cool really for these voice actors to go to ahead and do it. that. And you know what? I don't understand why we don't do that more. I understand anime now is developing such mainstream. a huge fandom. Yeah, exactly mainstream, right? And so now is an opportunity for these vo these talented voice actors to go and capitalize on awesome opportunities like this. But I don't understand why we haven't done this before in the past, you know? Mm -hmm. Why we haven't had characters such as, you know, Sean Shem will go ahead and answer questions as Goku. Maybe he has, you know, but to an extent of having some sort of interview where he's able to go and answer in character. Like, I know there's... What do they do? The ones where it's like uh, they have actors, famous people, any sport, any sort of field of entertainment where they have them answering questions on the the board or whatever with the little strips of paper oh, yeah, the google the, like, the thing. vanity fair yeah like interview yeah or the google's most asked questions on vanity fair yeah or they do also the one where like it's it's really me or something like that or whatever when they go in this on the different social media stuff and they go ahead and they answer different questions oh yeah but it's like it's cool to have or, you know hot ones let's get aaron Yeager on hot ones. <laughs> there you go <laughs> Uh, do you think Aaron would be able to handle the bomb? <laughs> yeah, the bomb. Now, Aaron um, is the bomb. Yes, that's true. He is the bomb. Um, but yeah, again, there's so many amazing opportunities and amazing voice actors, sub or dub, where if they had interviews like that, I mean, so many people, so many fans would tune in, no doubt. I mean, I would love that. And which voice actor, which character... Which character in their interview would you be most looking forward to seeing? That's interesting there. You know, for, of course, for me, mine would be Eric Vale and his Shigaraki. I think that would be an amazing one. Okay. I would love that. Uh, ones with Puss in Boots. Puss in so, Boots? Yeah, did they even, really do that? I didn't even that? know that. They that really did that. Possible. Wow. Heist said he would want Bryce. He wants Bryce, but as who? I imagine as Aaron, which we're obviously we're getting that it sounds like, but I don't know if it's gonna be Bryce Pappenbrook. Yeah, I think cool it's gonna be the it's gonna be it's the gonna Japanese be, yeah, okay. actor. Uh, question was, which character from an anime would you want to have an interview? So that means obviously the voice actor is gonna be doing the interview as that character. So which character would you be most looking forward to? Maybe I'm saying that correctly, but would you be most excited to see uh, an interview for? 
and Josh says uh, Naruto. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't. I have, don't hate me for it, but Naruto was one of the anime on my list of stuff to see. Yeah, I've I've only seen the first yeah. two seasons. And I, um, Aaron and Inosuke. I would love to see. Um, I think it I've would heard be that too, really yeah. really interesting to see like a like a duo Light and L interview. That'd be really interesting. Super interesting. Yeah. They would have the best that's, answers. That's a good one, too. Duos. If you had a duo interview, because obviously you have Bakugo and yeah. Deku would be such a good duo yeah. They'd be good interview, to like get interviewed right? together. And then, damn. But then Light and L would be a whole nother. That would be just psychologically just like, oh my gosh, them trying to constantly like, yeah. with their answers, maybe try to outsmart each other or maybe trying to go ahead. It's like them playing like, their... If I answer it this way, is he going to think that I'm Kira? It's like them playing... Uh, you know, tennis and stuff and all yeah. that. The most intense tennis match. Literally. In anime. <laughs> in anime, yeah. Uh, Deku and All Might is a great oh, option, cool. yeah. Little father-son. Father-son, definitely. Um, on on like, the same token, uh, uh, you know, Shiggy and uh, and One For All. Oh, yeah, right? true. Another yeah. father-son, too. Yeah, Naruto, Naruto and Sasuke. Sasuke. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. Yeah. I would also love to see uh, Akira from Devilman Crybaby. That would be really cool hearing him talk about like philosophy. Solo only? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess we could have Rio in there, but. Yeah, anyway. Akira, there he is. Yeah. Akira yeah. Henry, yeah. Both. Very cool. Yeah, that's an awesome question to go ahead and have maybe a potential QA, maybe, on uh, character oh my interviews. God. One for all. I know. He's a little, he's a little too evil. <laughs> that's why I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him in there. I would just want Akira, just so that he would feel comfortable giving answers. Yeah. Very but, cool. And if you, I have a question now for you guys again. Now, if you were given the interview, which character would you want to go ahead and have a one-on-one -on -one interview with? That's interesting. Now, for me, I'd be too afraid to have an interview with Shigaraki because I'm just me. <laughs> You'd be like, ah, you know? I don't want to. You're in the room. You're sitting face to face with this character. Who are you sitting face to face with? I don't know why this character jumped into my head and it'd be like, okay, that's an interesting one. But literally the first person that came to my mind, I don't know why, I have not really talked about this character ever a whole lot, Okay. but was Gon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Face to face with Gon. I don't know why Gon just like popped in my head. Hanji maybe? Hanji would be a Hanji would be interesting, one. but I feel like Hanji wouldn't be as excited about this interview yeah. because she's not getting interviewed by a titan. Yeah, she would. Her excitement for Titans is is amazing. I think her. Or if we interviewed her about what she knows about Titans, she would be interested. Okay, that's true. Now, an unbearable, unbearable interview would be if somebody's interviewing Captain Levi, because you're getting just snarky one-word yeah. answers and stuff. You know, you clearly like, oh, are you wasting his time. And he's like, "Isn't it obvious? Well, how do yeah. you think I feel?" Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. Okay, next question. Captain Levi, please. Tell oh, I don't know why I'm sounding like Nardwar. Nardwar's interview. Well, that's when he would be Please, like, Please, tell us all why you lose everybody so close to you. I know. He's like, isn't it obvious? That's why you don't get close to people you anymore. What? Yeah. Nardwar exactly. would be the, Nardwar, the type to be like, Levi. Yeah. So Kenny is your uncle. Yeah. How do you know that? Kenny, he's your uncle. You're we Captain have to Levi. Know. We have to know. Yeah, you're yeah, Captain exactly. Levi. We have to know. Nardwar is insane for that, like, for knowing Someone arrest this man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Captain Levi would be a tough interview to get through. Yeah, you're Levi. We have to know. Yeah, you're Levi. <laughs> yeah. We have to know. Love yep. Nardwar. Um, Shall we move stuff, on guys. to the 
Let's do it. Let's go ahead and let's jump into the Q&A and the poll question. I'll let Lexi decide which one she wants to begin with. I'm going to start with Le Paul. Beautiful. So, last week we asked you guys, what's your reaction to the plan going too well? Ah, interesting. In reference to last episode when... They finally he sealed the, he sealed the yeah he sealed the well they well, were going to they arrived He's planning to right they were on their horse riding at full speed passing by some some tubes some straws yeah, not really. <laughs> you know no one tripped on any uh, made it back to the wall after so much has happened after all those years right all the planning and all that and uh, everything seemed to go according to plan as a matter of fact. It all went quiet. according to plan. Yeah. And there's no Titan in sight. It's quiet, yeah. too quiet. Like the first time something's actually like going well. Yeah. Aaron has time to literally go ahead and reflect and be afraid, but then get motivated again and then like, like hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah. I can do this. All that Retake time. my city. Da, 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 da. Yeah, all that. We have, you know, my favorite character, Armin, obviously being very perspective or perceptive, I should say, right? And perceptive he, with his perspective. Yes, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I meant to say. Yeah. And uh, you know, he notices something, and uh, you know, he has, you know, he's aware. He's he's aware, and uh, we love we love him for it. So, what do we got, Lex? So, first off, we the um, options that we have. First off, we have Hanji, who's uneasy, where she literally is the one that brings yes. it to to Captain to the, Levi, to the right? Table. Yeah, she brings it to Captain Levi, saying like, "I know that we're due for luck, but isn't it weird that we haven't seen a single Titan?" Yeah. And then the next option, which is Levi. Saying that he is unbothered. Yeah. Because Levi's answer is, well, like, let's just continue the mission. Yeah. Like, just continue. And then, then you have Hanji. Like, pretty like, much okay. like, we have to do it anyway. So, yeah. Like, so let's just continue. Like, no, the, no, matter, no matter whether it's going well or bad, yeah. just continue. Titans or not, no reason we still to have to do this. And then, like you said about Armin, um, he's being cautious slash attentive. Yeah. He's being very vigilant in the way that he's handling. He notices it. something. He notices some ash. He notices something some from potentially uh, fire. What could be a big deal? We're going to find out about that. And then you have Aaron, which, as AJ mentioned, is feeling very motivated. Yeah, he finally musters up the strength, and now he's like, you know what? This is my home. That's right. I can do this. No, we can do this. You know, and it's like, okay, this guy is like full on like main character syndrome right now. He's ready, and uh, you know, we want that for him. We want him to go ahead and have that main character type mindset right now because he is claiming his home, mm -hmm. you know? Obviously, we know he is the most important aspect of this plan. Yeah. Without him, there is no plan. You cannot seal the breach from the outer wall or the inner wall. So, Aaron, you want him to be ready to go. Yeah. You want him to be, as Zach would say, fired up. Yeah. You know? Hi, exactly. sister. Why do I act like that in real life? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's um, good. I want you to act like that main character that you are, I say. Yeah, in real life. Yes. Um, so, starting from normal passion and least voted to most voted, we have least voted at 14%. Levi being unbothered. Okay. Thank you for that. Because <laughs> I don't think any of us would go into the situation being unbothered yeah, at all. Yeah, being like, uh, like and if not you even voted noticing that, it. If you voted that, you're, you're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> yeah. You're a liar. Lies. There's only one person that I think, maybe two, I could be unbothered by this. And Levi and the only person I'm throwing in there because he is the one in full know of this plan mm -hmm. is Irvin. Yeah. You know, even then, he obviously is going to be cautious and attentive. So, mm -hmm. hey, you know, put him in that Armin category. I know. True. So, uh, what's third? 
So in third place with the next or Josh least amount, yeah, um, is at nineteen percent. Hanji feeling uneasy. Interesting. Wow, that's nineteen percent. Yeah. Okay, so in this situation here, right, things are going too well. And again, granted, the situation's heavy. We're going to go ahead and claim back a territory which we have lost for five plus years. And we get to the territory, we get to the homeland, and there's no titans. There's nothing. It's too quiet. Things are going too well. Hey, mm-hmm. you're not going to have that kind of pit feeling in your gut where you're just like, oh my gosh, something's not yeah. right here. You're not going to go ahead and be like, Loki kind of like panicking a little bit. Hold on. What? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Right? You're telling me you're not going to feel a little bit uneasy? Maybe you're feeling some of the, whatever the top Other two options are, you know? But you're definitely not feeling but bothered uneasy? for sure. But know. uneasy is such a good feeling to feel in this situation, I think. It's understandable. Yeah. If Hanji's it's very feeling understandable uneasy, what Hanji's feeling. If Hanji's feeling uneasy, then I think I'm going to be feeling une- uneasy. Yeah. You know? Like, that's oh, just crap. how it is. You know, I'm being She's real worried, with myself. I'm going to be worried. Tell him, yeah, that's what it is. Um, and then next, with 29%, would be Aaron feeling motivated, which means the top vote getter really? at 38% is Armin, cautious slash attentive. My guy, <laughs> man. Okay, I love it. I would not put myself in that category, and we'll talk yeah, about same. how we voted, but that's awesome. So second place, well, what's the percentage again? Uh, 38. 38% for Aaron? For Armin, sorry. 29 for Aaron. 29 for Aaron, motivated. That's interesting. Um, so good on you. If you guys are going to be motivated throughout this mis- this mission, and uh, that's cool, man, because we need those people. We need those people in order to be victorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I myself would not be uh, one of those people. Um, unless I was maybe in Aaron's shoes. I mean, again, this is something wow. where even with Mikasa and Armin, I mean, you know, Armin himself isn't feeling that motivated. But damn it, I mean, he lived here too. Yeah. You know, granted Mikasa. I mean, Mikasa is another option that we thought about putting in there. But again, Mikasa, she's just so badass that she's not wavering one way or another. She is dead set focused on getting the job done, protecting Aaron. You can see her in every single frame. She is all about business. She is right. She's also like right on Aaron the whole time. And so we know that that would not be any of us. (laughs) No. You know, we put Levi in there only for the fact that like, okay, you know, you you need to have kind of all the different potential options here. It's good to have variety. Yes. Um, and I, I would have been very surprised if Levi was anything higher, but the, uh, last the last place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so Josh even says like, damn, I forgot what I voted. I think Armin. And again, Armin is a mm. good option to be, you know, yeah, because there's a lot of people. Attentive, just that's kind of like uneasy, except you're more on the proactive this time, side. Exactly. I like how you said they're more on the proactive side. You're definitely trying to go ahead and think and be ahead of things, planning ahead, being one step close, one step ahead of things, you know. And who's better at doing that than Armin? Yeah. I mean, Armin, again, Urban's over in that category as well. I mean, whenever shit goes down and the plan falls apart, Urban himself is like, okay, this is what I need to do now. This is what I need to do now. And you're right. Next step. He doesn't know? dwell on anything. He's like, all right, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. I mean, for for God's sake, the guy will sacrifice himself to go yeah. ahead and have, you know, us be one step closer to the truth, one step closer to, you know, the survival of humanity. And the guy was willing to literally sacrifice himself. You know, he put a lot of trust in people. Mm-hmm. He almost got freaking, you know, hanged by the government. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, this guy, he's, uh, Irvin, Irvin is unbothered. Yeah. <laughs> he is cautious and attentive mm-hmm. and he's motivated. So yeah. So he's all Irvin of them, is, uh, Irvin yeah, is he's a jack of all trades for sure. Um, but Armin, again, Josh is a good uh, option to be. Uh, Heise, how did you vote? And do not say Levi. 
I know you're lying. Mm, uh, liar. All of our friends, how did you guys vote? Uh, Lexi, how did you vote? I voted with Hanji. Hanji? I could totally I, see I that. I feel like I would just be like uneasy. Yeah. And yeah. I, w- I would say that I would be a little bit attentive, but I think I would mostly be uneasy and have the same reaction as Hanji, being like, oh, well, there's no reason to call it off. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll just keep going. Yeah. And I would feel like I would have the same reaction as Hanji. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I liked it a lot. What about As a you? matter of fact, I like it so much that that's how I myself yeah. would go ahead and vote. Like, I'm the same way, actually. You know, I, I think that I would go ahead and just, like you said, you know what? I understand that we have to continue on with this plan, but is anyone else not concerned about what's happening around us? And people would be like, what do you mean? What? Nothing's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing is happening. Yeah. You know? So. Like, where are the Titans? You know, where are the traitors? Yeah. Like, and especially when we see what we're going to see, what we're going to talk about here in this episode, then I would really start thinking to myself, okay, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hanji is how I would vote. And Haise says, you already know. I voted Aaron. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course. Haise would be gung-ho and motivated. Because he's a Hanji fan. Does that mean you voted for Hanji as well? That bad voted Hanji, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, But Haise voted Aaron. And Mm -hmm. uh, awesome. Very cool. cool. Well, thank you thank guys you so guys. much for the, the results. Votes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the big monkey. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on to the Q&A. Yeah. We asked you guys, how long do you think Bertold and Reina have been hiding? Ah, uh, because that's where we left the episode off mm-hmm. with last week. And that is with our two traders. We see one of them's in a barrel, the other's in a wall. Yeah. And they're both paying close attention to what's happening. And we see that uh, as Aaron himself finally reached the outer wall, he did a very dramatic main character dive up into the air. Yeah. And then he went and aggressively. Good thing he transformed. And then we see the transformation beginning. And that's when Beartold notices. We see the light piercing through this barrel. Rhina, who's ready and he's focused and he's, he knows he can't screw up. Does he see it or does he just hear it? He sees it. He sees it. Pretty sure. He sees it. We think so, he sees it. So what do we got? First response we have is from Hater Xenon, also known as I Repent, also yeah. known as Josh. Yeah. Says, I think since the morning, since we see their convo before, uh... Did you see their convo before Hand on the Wall uh, takes place at dawn? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So you uh, think that like right after that whole confrontation, they're just like, all right. Time to go. Let's let's get into hiding, guys. Yeah. Get to your places. All right. Thank you for that, Josh. Next we have from from the show Bobby7. Hello, Bobby. Shout out, Bobby. Bobby says, probably not long, 30 minutes-ish, since the three of them were seen going over their plan when light was out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bobby's guess is around 30-ish minutes. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good guess. Uh, thank you for that, Bobby. Next we have from I Am Storm, LOL, also known as Heise, also known as Jacob. Yeah. Hello. Shout out. Says, since they were preteens. <laughs> I think you misunderstood this. The, I think he, he he's replying in a philosophical way. Which, again, is accurate, though. I mean, and I think, do you think that's accurate? Like he says, my answer makes sense to me, but maybe I'm wrong. No, it does. If you're thinking about it in that the way, they is, have been hiding. I say is thinking outside the box. I and mean, we like is. it. You know, he's thinking I about like that answer. He's thinking about the whole culmination of what's happened, not just the moment. 
Mm-hmm. He's thinking about not just they, he's been in a barrel this long. It's the they've been hiding their personalities for yeah. this long. Yeah. And, and so, I wow, like that. that's yeah. I like that you took it philosophically. I, I, yeah, I love that response. Thank you so much for that, Jacob. Um, and then lastly, but certainly not least, we have from from the show Shiny Lorantis. Yeah. Hello. What's up, Lo? Hello, Lo. Hello, Lo. Says, not long because the tea was still warm slash signs they left recently. Yeah. yeah. That is a great segue for good, us. Good analysis. As we're going to go ahead and talk about what's going to happen in this episode. But yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Oh, yeah. Did I do response to him? Yeah, yeah, you did. And uh, you guys are all on the right mm-hmm. track, of course. I mean, you guys know yeah. your stuff. Um, you guys are all very well versed in Attack on Titan yeah. lore. And I love all the responses. And even uh, even Jacob's, because Jacob's was, was very different and still on the nose. You know? Yeah, and it was still, I still agreed with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you guys are all on the same track here. And you guys, uh, as I mentioned, we'll go ahead and we'll get the clarity on that mm-hmm. in this episode. But yeah, you guys are all right. Be sure to look out for more Q&As and more polls in the future yes. on Fridays and Saturdays. Yep. Check them out on Attack the Talk Podcast guys. on Instagram, on exactly. our stories, please. Do it, guys. Um, I guess that question is a little loaded because isn't... So isn't technically Baratold in the in the barrel when he's still like on the cart titan? Obviously, we don't see it this season, but... Isn't he like? Doesn't the cart titan bring the barrel and like bear told like is still inside of the barrel? Um. Or am I thinking of something different? You might be thinking of something different, or maybe. I think I saw it in the manga. This is my thing here: is that what I'm thinking of a certain moment, and this is something where we are looking ahead. Is, is when bear told and Rhino have a conversation. Manga. They have their own conversation, mm-hmm. right? They're on top of that wall, right? And essentially, you know, they had the whole little spat. Of just like doing this, they understand what what they've been, you know, like 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 Jacob mentioned, like this is something that they have been planning for since they were, you know, preteens. Yeah. And now it's finally the time to go ahead and do it, so they can go home, right? But then I like that even Rhina even kind of throws in that little uh, jab where he's like, "Look, and do me a favor. When we're done with this, pretty much confess your feelings to Annie." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, like, bro, uh, we all know what. Get it over with, man." No, no, I, I uh huh. It's like, dude, we all know. And uh, so <laughs> they, have, know, they have that moment, right? And then they go ahead and they run opposite directions on the wall, right? And that's the moment I'm thinking of. Now, what happens after that, I'm not sure. Maybe it is in the manga. But Berto obviously gets in this barrel. Obviously, the barrel is with Peak, mm-hmm. right? And I want to say that we're going to get ourselves a little Peak hint peak. here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a little peak of peak. Yeah. I mean, th- it's something where it's going to be very much insinuated. And uh, I mean, I think we're all going to be aware of what they're talking about. But again, this is something that's cool because for us, for people that are watching this for the first time, they have no idea what they are talking about. Yeah. You know, and we're going to go ahead and talk about it once we get to that moment. But Heise says, I wish peak of peak. Peak of peak, I wish. <laughs> but yeah. I'm trying to think. You're trying to go ahead and find what you were uh, yeah, what thinking of? Yeah, what I saw of? earlier. Yeah. Um, That's, again, the moment I was thinking of, but there we know that he's is in the obviously barrel. time. Obviously, we have the photos. Of yeah, we have the like, photo of him looking through the, you know. We know little, when he's in it, and then eventually gets, you know, chucked out, you know, because monkeys are good at throwing poo. Yeah. And, um... Some reason I thought that I saw a manga panel. That's a great idea, Pat. Pat. 
Just have a little barrel. substitute Zach. <laughs> you should put a picture of Zach there when he's gone. <laughs> That'd I be know. funny. I know. The reason gonna, like, why we have different out. camera shots is because, you know, uh, this pretty one. much Zach's schedule varies. And so we don't necessarily rule out him being out mm -hmm. on Sundays. But then on Sundays, that's when we find out and mm -hmm. we're not we're, we have to kind of plan have accordingly and stuff and all that. And yeah. If you guys remember last week, we kind of had an earlier time that we we're going to mention, but then we end up streaming later. It's just, yeah, we're, it's kind of stuff that we're still figuring out, but we don't obviously miss Zach and a, a picture of Zach would be a great idea. So that's what you had in mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was thinking about, but maybe it was, I don't know. We don't know a whole lot of peaks involved, but in it, again, especially from the anime. With this, I mean, yeah, we don't see all that kind of in between, mm -mm. you know? We do not. So this is something where it is in the manga. It's Behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a picture of the cart titan. It is a very different looking cart titan. You know, different yeah. design here than what we're accustomed to with Peak. In the anime. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Again, that moment of, like, the scouts and they're preparing for, you know, this mission. And we obviously know that the warriors are preparing for this mission. We don't see the preparations made by these warriors. You know, we just get a conversation. We don't even get to see Zeke kicking Reina's ass. Literally just, we jump into the anime. I mean, yeah, we jump into the, the story in the anime, and then Reina's Titan form is beat to shreds. Beartold removes Reina from his Titan form, and the Beast Titan just lumbers over. And just pretty much like, I win. Looks like we stay. So there's a lot of stuff we don't see. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, interesting, interesting. I agree. I say I do. I miss Zach too. Uh, Josh says Peak was supposed to be a man. Yeah, I've heard that before too, which is why I'm guessing over in that image you just showed me, that's very much a man, Cart Titan. Yeah, it looks, uh, the Cart Titan is a interesting appearance to, to them. Yeah. Isis says Peak, fine, Cart Titan. She, she, I'm guessing, means she's a fine Cart Titan. Yeah, that's Peak interesting. Fine. She's Peak fine, is fine, fine, fine. Card Titans, hell no. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I guess, I guess we'll maybe, maybe we'll see a little bit in between. Maybe not. Maybe not. We'll get yeah. a little peek at peak. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. We'll All see. We'll stuff. see this episode. Um, but just to go ahead and kind of now just do a very brief recap because we have recapped already a little bit. But um, as I mentioned, the scouts traveled over to uh, Walmaria, back to Shiganshina District, to go ahead and uh, seal the breaches of. The outer wall, which obviously is the one that um, Bear told, he's the one that kicked that that uh, the outer wall. Mm -hmm. And then we have the inner wall, where Rhino was the one that ran through that wall. So there's two uh, breaches that they need to go ahead and seal. Um, so Aaron is again, as I mentioned, a big part of this plan. And so as they travel. You know, there's obviously some worries that these scouts have in mind, but they're able to go ahead and make it. They make it over to the wall. Um, as we've talked about already plenty of times, the, everything is going according to plan. You know, we have the characters kind of now doing their whatever their uh, specific roles are. Yep. And I'm imagining that uh, Armin was also supposed to be there alongside Aaron and Mikasa. Yeah. But as I mentioned, Armin notices something very strange. 
So Armin signals to Being the commander. The active man that he is. Yeah, he signals to the commander, and now he has the commander's attention. We'll go ahead and we'll see what that conversation is like over in uh, this part of the episode. But now we know that Aaron and his objective is to go ahead and uh, go to the outer wall and to go ahead and seal that breach to prevent any Titans from coming in. Right? And then once that's done, then we got to go over to the inner wall to go ahead and seal that breach so that nothing can go ahead and come in and out and everything is stuck inside the walls. Mm -hmm. Right? And uh, Mika says they're very, watching very closely because, you know, Mika says essentially Aaron's bodyguard. Yeah. We understand that there are scouts around them. There's, you know, groups of scouts and stuff. As we mentioned, Hanji has scouts. She's there with Captain Levi. You know, Connie, Jean, and Sasha, they're over there in their group. They're kind of, you know, um, also being, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, a defense team, you know? I don't necessarily yeah. know what their specific roles are. Maybe they're just on wait-and-see approach until the the enemies reveal themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to go and find out their role later on. Yeah, the anti-personnel something squad. Yeah, there you go. I forgot what they're called. Control? Control. Yeah. That's not who they are, but... Maybe a type of that. Yeah, definitely. They definitely are. We're going to find out that they have some new weapons um, that they're going to use on these uh, these enemies. Um, but we still don't know exactly who all the enemies are. I mean, we know because we've seen it before. But in this moment here, they don't know exactly who are all the enemies. Mm -mm. And Armin says something very interesting in this episode. Yes, he does. Um, we will discuss. Yeah. But they're there. Things are going well. Too well. Characters are acting different. But we're going to continue on and, and see how this mission is going. So without further ado, I think we should go ahead and jump into it. I'm ready. We're good. All right, here we go. This is part three of our episode breakdown discussion. This is season three, episode 13. This episode's name is The Town Where Everything Began. Without further ado, let's jump on in. We return to the episode as Aaron transforms into his Titan form. The transformation causes a large, bright spark as Mikasa and other nearby scouts prepare to provide protection for Eren. The transformation is so bright that even other scouts such as Hanji and Levi, Jean, Connie, and Sasha all can't help but be caught off guard by the bright transformation. Then we see Eren hardening his Titan body, beginning a major step of the plan to seal the breach to the outer wall. As his Titan has sealed this breach, we see Aaron's human body using all of his strength to release himself from his Titan body. An exhausted Aaron looks up as his vision is fading. He sees Mikasa dropping down from above the wall to secure him. They both escape to higher ground and Hanji prepares her scouts. The enemy could strike at any second. Stay on the lookout. The scouts acknowledge and they take precautions. And as Mikasa and Eren join Hanji and Captain Levi, Mikasa asks Eren, Is your ODM gear secure? Eren, now sporting the Titan markings on his face, has recovered and is still motivated to continue the mission. He tells Mikasa, It's fine. That said, I did manage to shake off my cloak. And then Mikasa immediately covers Eren with her cloak. Aaron shields his identity with the hood, looks at Mikasa, and says, Thank you. Mikasa looks back at Aaron, still very focused on the mission, and nods. Captain Levi now asks the scouts, How's it look? A soldier on the ground responds, Looks good over here! Informing Captain Levi 
that Aaron securely sealed the breach on one entrance. A scout on the other entrance, entrance, excuse me, yells out to Captain Levi. Yeah, our end looks good too. Both scouts shoot green signal fire into the air to inform the others that this mission is still a go. A surprised Hanji says, We pulled it off. Aaron, are you okay? Aaron immediately responds, I'm not even tired. All that training's paid off. Hanji refocuses. We shouldn't waste time then. Everyone, head for the inner gate and keep your faces hidden. Mm. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about this moment here in this episode. As we talked about the plans of these characters, right? We talked about Aaron and his, uh, his plan is to go ahead and seal the breach over in the outer wall. But this transformation is something where it's like, this is a big transformation. Like, if you're trying to be discreet... Yeah, it's not, <laughs> so that's not really He's it. not doing a good job. And you think that maybe they, like, looked over, like, looked surprised because they maybe were like, crap, there's Baratold. Or, like, crap, there's someone maybe, else. That's because a good point. Maybe they thought, oh, crap, that's a huge... That's a huge transformation. That's a huge lie. That can't be Aaron. And then Let's probably, not like, forget. looking like, oh, maybe that is Aaron. Aaron was struggling throughout his training por portions of trying to go ahead and use that Harding. Yeah. Right? And so... That's he a has great. Been training a lot. That's a great point there, Lex. Is like, they see that crazy transformation. Like this is like, we understand that Aaron is motivated. He's mm -hmm. he's ready to go ahead and do this, right? And so this Fired transformation up. is maybe it's all just maybe in sync, obviously with his uh, emotions, right? His uh, motivations. But this is a large transformation mm -hmm. that essentially is so bright and it shakes kind of uh, the area, mm -hmm. you know. And, yeah, the scouts, everybody, they're all kind of like, whoa, they, yeah, they, you could tell they are caught off guard. Yeah. But we see Aaron's Titan form mm -hmm. do what it's supposed to do, do what he's supposed to do. He uses that hardening, mm -hmm. right? He goes and he... Uh, Gets the job done. He essentially he is like... Both sides. He essentially, to kind of give a visual, right? He, like, transformed as he, like, tried to, like, burrow into the... Yeah. The he tunnel. Tried, he tried to like fit inside of the hole and then just harden around it. Because when Levi himself asks, how's it look, right? Mm -hmm. We have over on one end, right? Inside the wall, mm -hmm. right? Where we see some Aaron Harden Titan booty. Yeah. You know? And that scout goes and replies like, it's all good here. But yeah. then over on the outside wall, we see Aaron's Titan head. Yeah. Right? And... All good on that he side, too. In. So Aaron did a great job. And as Hanji said, we pulled it off. Yeah. And uh, that portion of the plan, that step of the plan, whether that's step one, step two, step three, we don't know. Mm -hmm. But we know there's many steps to this plan. But that step is done. Successful. That step is done. Um, and one thing that, too, is very crucial to this plan is to maintain, uh, you know. Anonymity. Yeah, to go ahead and continue to bring this illusion of just a bunch of scouts there, not knowing necessarily which, which scout is, is which Aaron. Is Aaron, yeah. But now we see which scout is Mikasa. Yeah, I was thinking that too. We're gonna know. They're gonna know which one is obviously gonna be the one that's next to Aaron. So what's yeah. the point? Yeah. So now they you should have, have a, put a random. They should have gotten a random to put the cloak yeah. on him. Not you have Mikasa's. a general idea now of where Aaron is, right? Unless you try to go ahead and use that as a decoy, but we know for sure They're that Mikasa is not going to go ahead and agree to that Aaron. plan. She the real Aaron. 
And this is a cool moment. I mean, it, again, it's not necessarily the brightest thing to go ahead and have Mikasa give Aaron her cloak, mm-hmm. you know, so that Aaron can stay hidden. But it's a sweet, in tender her mind, thing. In her mind, she's just like, hey, we need to keep him, him hidden. Oh, well, yeah. You know cool. Kind of like the scarf moment a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. In a sense. Take my cloak. Stay it's hidden. Not to that extent or that, you know, big of a moment, but this is kind of like Mikasa showing faith to be like, look, this is a reminder, dude, that I'm always here. All right? And, uh, you know, I feel like Aaron himself, by him just saying thank you, he's grown. Mm-hmm. Normally be like, you know, just very like, oh, get off my back or whatever, yeah, you know? my mom. Um, he's also grown uh, physically saying that, telling Hanji later on that, yeah, all the training paid off. I'm not even tired. When before, now, after true? after one transformation, usually it's like... Usually he's spent. Bleh. Yeah. Done. He's like, I think I have one he more in to, me. He needs, to, he needs to hibernate for a little bit. Yeah, he needs to recharge. Um, but I do think that it's true, but I also think that it's there's definitely adrenaline involved. Yeah, that's true. That's a good he's point. He's not going to feel the... He's not going to... It's like, you know, after practice, you're like, oh, I'm so dead. But then, you know, after like one half of a game, you're going to be like, all right. Let's keep going, because it's game day. You have adrenaline. Yeah. That's kind of what, this is Aaron's game day. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we know that obviously the transformation took a toll. The hardening took a toll over on his body because, yeah, you know, even, just, sure. even just releasing himself from that Titan body, you know, we see he had to go ahead and kind of overexert himself to go and release himself. We see like Especially the muscle it's, fibers, it's hardening. Yeah. you know, the muscle fibers are they're stuck over onto this Titan, you know, so he goes and he has to do everything he can to, you know, release himself from this Titan. But then mm-hmm. at the moment too, where we, we notice that he's very exhausted, he's on the brink of like literally blacking out because, you know, we see from like POV version of Aaron, he's looking up right from mm-hmm. above and then everything is very, very like blurry and hazy and stuff, you know, where it's yeah. kind of like the moment where you're like, you're, you're like, oh man, you know, you're getting ready to black out, but he decides to, you know, again, this is his game day. You know, this is freaking fourth quarter, you know, like, yeah. dude, like, I'm not going to go ahead and quit, you know. And again, his motivation, his I adrenaline push, is going, is pushing him to go ahead and continue on with his mission. So I think that, yes, he is prepared. He is ready to go ahead and continue. His training has paid off. But I do think there also is that aspect of him putting on a little bit of a front, just like mm-hmm. with, the, you know, Armin, like, hey, are you, are you afraid? No, what? No, no, I'm not. No, no way, dude. Like. I'm, I'm just cold. Yeah, I'm just cold. Yeah, you are, man. You know, he's got he's putting on a little bit of that fake little confidence, you know, but still, he's ready, man. You know? And we love it. So everything is good so far, mm-hmm. right? And now, as Hanji mentions here, let's not waste any time and now let's head for the inner gate. Mm-hmm. And for goodness sakes, keep those faces hidden. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Good stuff here, guys. All part of the plan. I just says, fun fact, Aaron stops wearing his cloak and Levi always wears his. He's the only one that does in season four. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have heard this before. We've seen it before. Obviously, we, we know that Levi is uh, sporting that OG, um, you know, scout cloak, whereas the other ones don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and Levi's old fashioned. Yeah. I was going to say, we've heard kind of theories behind it. I don't know if there's necessarily a, a whole reasoning behind it, but it could just be a fact of, you know, like Levi... He's a softie sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's hard for him to let go. You know, old fashioned. Um, but so far, the perhaps been the only thing to not leave him. <laughs> yeah, but perhaps though, like that does it, that sign, that symbol, that cloak, and everything does mean a lot to him. As Heisey mentions here, that he's just loyal. Yeah, true. You know, and yeah, we know that he's extremely loyal, and 
you know, he obviously cares despite this kind of persona that he puts on, but he's willing to go ahead and risk himself to go ahead and save others. I mean, granted, he is so talented that even him risking himself, he still gets the job done, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, it could just be the fact that like for him, he's not going to go ahead and let go of the old colors. You know, he's going to go ahead and adapt them to now this new uniform because Again, this symbol, everything, I mean, it could be just a reminder for everything that he's endured, everybody that he's lost and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and he has lost a lot. We know that. We've talked about it plenty of times on this podcast. He has lost so much. And so for him to go ahead and wear that cloak, wear that green cape, you know, it's like that, that is just, it's, it's such a classic homage to the past, you know, and, uh, he's old fashioned softy. Yeah. Him and Aaron, I don't know. Because as a matter of fact here, you just said literally earlier in chat, Aaron stops wearing his cloak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aaron stops. Yeah, Aaron. I, I know you're probably trying to reason saying that Aaron is loyal, but yes, Aaron is loyal to his roots. And to himself, yeah. He's loyal to his... His home. He's loyal to his own. He's very headstrong. Oh, he's saying that Aaron loses. He's lost so oh, much yeah. as well. He's yeah, also, yeah. Aaron yeah. has lost, lost so much, so you know. Much. Um, yeah, you're right there, Heisei, for sure. There's a lot of characters that have lost a lot of loved ones, lost a lot of land and territory, homes and stuff like that. But, you know, Aaron, he has he has lost a lot. He's even lost his own freedom, which is why he's going and doing the... He's, he's, he's doing what he's doing, you know. So, yeah, guys, good stuff here. So, we'll go ahead and we'll continue on. And see, we'll see how the rest of the plan goes. As the scouts now head towards the inner gate, Aaron, surprised, he asks himself, Did I actually seal that gate? Seems too easy. Mikasa, who's trailing right behind him, she responds, You did. I saw you. Try to have faith in your own strength. Aaron now reflects on past events. When he was a child, looking up, at the Colossal Titan, kicking a hole in the wall, Aaron tells himself, I finally took it back. Levi refocuses Aaron. We're not finished. You can plug the gates all you want, but they can just break them again, later. Until we've killed Rhina and Berthold and whoever else may be with them, the operation to retake while Mario won't be over. Aaron responds, Yeah, I'm well aware. Meanwhile, Squad leader Dirk, on top of the wall, looking at the green smoke, says, The outer gate was closed off successfully, but something feels wrong here. The enemy should have attacked by now, right, Irvin? So why haven't we seen a single Titan yet? Is it possible that they just weren't ready to fight us? Irvin answers, We can hope, but considering what Arlet found. But then, their attention changes to Armin, who now joins them on top of the wall. Armin informs, I've looked into it. It's clear that someone was camping on the wall. I found cups and a cold pot on the ground, near where I spotted those ashes. They were drinking something like black tea. There were three cups, and they all had the same black liquid in the bottom. So I'd say, there were three people camping up there at least. Dirk panics. Wait! There's a third? Irvin asks Armin. Was the pot completely cold to the touch? Armin answers, Yes. Irvin now speculates. 
That's troubling. And Armin agrees, but Dirk asks, Huh? Why's that? And Irvin explains, We charged here at full speed on horseback. Even switched to ODM gear. Had they noticed our approach by sight, or perhaps by sound, they couldn't have had more than two minutes to react. But a pot over the flame wouldn't have cooled in that short of time. Dirk gasps. They had to have known that we were coming for five minutes or more, which tells me they've had plenty of time to prepare for our arrival. A panicking Dirk responds, There's no way! How'd they know? Armin speculates, Well, it's possible that they had a scout in addition to the three on the wall. Yeah, we should assume we have many enemies and that they could be anywhere. Irvin responds, You need to sharpen your focus on the enemies that are nearby. I trust you. With that mind of yours, you've saved us, you've saved us from disaster countless times. Now do it again. We're in dire need of your help. Armin now gasps. You can take as many soldiers as you need. If the enemy's hiding near the inner gate, find them. Wow. Lots of trust going on from Irvin. And again, a little bit of doubt coming from Armin, but we'll see. We'll see some more of that. And a lot soon. of panicking coming from the section commander, Dirk. I know. There's a, what? Like, oh, why, why is it troubling? What, how what's did going you, on? How did you become a section commander? Dude? I know. Dude. Is it just from the... Where's that composure? You know? But let's go ahead and let's talk about this. Obviously, talking about doubt, mm -hmm. Aaron, he's even now to the point where like, whoa, is he starting to be a little uneasy? Oh, he's I like, think it's also because he's built this... He's built like just sealing... Just coming back to Shiganshina at all and sealing it up so much in his head that he sealed it up to be this gigantic thing. Yeah. That he did it so far. And he's like, Seemed easy. That was too easy. Yeah. Which has happened. You know. And now he's starting to get that same uneasy feeling that Hanji was. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, he goes and he. As, as his adrenaline like, is starting to wear off. He had this idea in his mind. He had this kind of the aspiration to go ahead and retake his home. You know, everything that's been built up and stuff like that. He all just envisioned it, envisioned it, envisioned it. Now it happened. Yeah. And it happened so quickly. Yeah. You, you know? built up this huge thing and it just like that happened. And then you're like, yeah. that was it. And as you mentioned, this is just half of it like mm -hmm. literally this is one side of yeah. the wall you're not done yet you know and of course you have levi humbling him yeah you and know like, dude they could just they could just make another hole again which is so true <laughs> i mean granted this is hardening right we understand mm -hmm. that this is something where it's like it's not like they're going to be able to go ahead and easily break through the wall mm -hmm. but if there are any titans that it would be easily that they would easily be able to break the wall it would be the colossal in the armor yeah yeah it know? would be those two so those are the two that are obviously built to go ahead and just like constantly if they wanted to just Boom, break yeah. the seal. Boom, break the seal. Boom, break the seal, you know? Yeah. That's just what it is. They could. Um, but again, like you, to your point here, this is something that Aaron himself has thought about for so long to the point where like he reflects on that moment, that moment where he, there as a child, he has Armin and Mikasa right there to each of his side mm -hmm. and they're both looking up on top of the wall. This is the first time they even encounter a Titan. Yeah, a Titan ever. They look up and they see this Titan hands on top of the wall looking down yeah looking like able to look over the over wall. the wall and then punts it that's when exactly you know that's when all hell broke loose that's when Aaron and everybody else's life changed or ended um 
but damn yeah he uh he did that mm-hmm. Aaron did that he went ahead and he sealed that breach that specific moment that's why he recalls it he recalls the, the as high says bear told you know he recalls that the colossal is the one that you know kicked that hole mm-hmm. made that breach allow titans to get in there and Aaron just sealed that specific breach. Yeah. And that's got to be so incredibly powerful, emotional. Everything he's feeling because of what he witnessed, what he saw, what he saw those Titans that literally entered through that breach, what they did to the community, to the citizens of Shiganshina. Mm-hmm. And for them, for Aaron to finally essentially have that closure this aspect of closure this little bit of closure a, a little bit of they feel like yes justice a little bit of justice you know and again it's got to be this moment of like after all this time after everything that happened mm-hmm. and especially when you go ahead and you see that hole is that was the entrance for those titans that's how the titans got in and now it's closed. Like you have to be go ahead and yeah. feeling those emotions. Like that's again, the beginning you know? of like my trauma. Yeah. And it's then the beginning of the end and now that's I why, sealed up the evidence. That's why I think that this quote here from Aaron, after he reflects, is so powerful where he says, I finally took it back. Cause as we mentioned, all the time that has passed, all the training, all the loss, all the pain everything that they've endured everything the years you know days probably feel like weeks you know weeks yeah. feel like months months yeah, feel like years when when connie was like yeah the last five months we've really grown it's like that's only been five months yeah you know not five years but it's only been five months and to go through and experience all of that so quick to have grown so much as a person Right? As a soldier. As a protector of humanity. Humanity's only hope for him to say, I finally took it back. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... I took it as like, wow. You know, again, me as an empath. Powerful. I'm like, I can only imagine that feeling. That feeling of him sealing that breach. And knowing that that was the entrance to where those titans entered to where that Titan that killed my mom entered, I finally closed that. I closed that door. Now, as you mentioned, as Levi here refocuses Aaron, mm-hmm. job's not done. Like, hey man. Like, like you said, Levi says, look, you can plug all the gates you want mm-hmm. they can just break them again yeah you know you just break through again it says until we've killed rhina Bertold, and whoever else may be with them yeah whoever right? else because they i mean i guess they related i mean i'm assuming they related to everyone hey there's three cups there's three whatever and then that's well, what, you know, we, we get more of that info i don't know if that detail has been related to them yet i think that they are aware of others helping mm-hmm. you know I think that it's just kind of like a theory that they have, but this is something that we're know of the they know of the Beast Titan. Yeah, they obviously know of the Beast Titan. Yeah. So, that could be what he's referring to. Yeah. Um, but again, 
phase one complete. Now, back to squad leader Dirk, who obviously is there on top of the one of the walls there, where, you know, kind of like observing, making sure everything's good, you know, over on that aspect. As they see the green smoke, everything is good there, right? And uh, he now is feeling uneasy, much like Hanji. Yeah. By him saying, like, look, that outer gate was closed off successfully, but just something feels off. Mm-hmm. He goes, the enemy should have attacked by now, right, Irvin? Like, why haven't we seen a single Titan yet? Yeah. Is it possible that they just aren't prepared to fight us? Hmm. Now, <laughs> that's interesting to go ahead and think about that's, that. That's wishful thinking. Yes. Sure. Uh, very quickly, how he says, my favorite scene of the whole series is when Aaron gets the ODM gear correct. He's so happy, makes me smile every time, and then he's zipping around through the trees with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, you see them... Finally gets it correct, even though Sodus tried so hard. <laughs> yeah. Sodus was like, no! Yeah. Yeah. He is a special one. Whatever. Whatever that means. That was such um, such a different Aaron. Yeah. Aaron Weird. just so much... I mean, that's character development. Full of optimism. That's what trauma does to you, man. So, full of so much optimism. Full of just so much ambition to go ahead and kill all titans and yeah that's it's crazy the phases that Aaron goes through in this uh in this well, amazing film. story but yeah so Dirk now is feeling uneasy right Irvin says we can hope by considering what Arlet found and that's when Armin now informs him as he has joined them now saying that hey I found some cups yeah I found a cold pot it was all on the ground there next to those ashes fire. and just goes to show right Zeke, Raina, and Baritol are like, all right, got the stuff. They just tossed it over the wall. Know, you know, they like, just tossed it. Whatever. All right, get in yeah, your position. They're true villains, man. You know, they don't have time to go and clean up their just messes. Kick out the fire. Let's just, eh. Yeah, but. At least they were they were thinking, oh, well, we got time. You guys <laughs> like some tea? <laughs> yeah, I know. Some tea, some tea. Um, Must have been good because they drank it all. There's, yeah. only, there's only a little bit left in each cup. So there was definitely the black tea, which we know that Levi would probably really uh, enjoy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Armin Levi's informs. Levi's over there smelling it. <laughs> mm. I know what brand this is. Yeah. Do you think he would? I think this is Marley brand. Actually, it could be. Yeah. Unless they just like if, brought some with them back or, you know. Because I remember correctly. Zeke brought some in. If I remember correctly, over in Utgard Castle, right? Mm -hmm. There is a campfire there. Mm -hmm. Right, obviously implying that Zeke or maybe well, it's got to be Zeke because Peak isn't she isn't in her human form. We understand yeah. that she's there in her Titan form he the entire time, but so, form the whole time. so Zeke obviously decided to go ahead and kind of just have a little sleepover over at Utgard Castle. Yeah, with the, and, uh, the herring. Yeah, and then as uh, Heise mentioned, you know, it's the good old Marley and Mountain Dew. Obviously, you know, yeah, Black Lightning. Yeah, Black know? Lightning. <laughs> that one. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, <laughs> so um, so Armin informs that there were three cups. They all had that same black liquid, right? And that there were at least three people there camping. Mm -hmm. And now Dirk panic panicking. begins There's to set in. <laughs> There's a third, yeah. right? And, and now, then you have Armin not making things any better. Actually, there could be more. Yeah. And here's the thing. <laughs> Actually, now. you could be the enemy. It's all around us. Irvin, he, he asks Armin. Was Paranoia. the pot completely cool, right? And Armin answers yes. Mm -hmm. They're both kind of on the same wavelength, whereas Dirk again is like, huh? Why? Like, why is that important? Mm -hmm. Like, right? are you guys getting that? I'm not getting. And then that's when we get the explanation from Irvin saying that, like, look, we hauled ass to get here. Mm -hmm. Like, horse, ODM gear, right? Mm -hmm. Had they noticed, right? 
yeah. whether it be by sight or by sound, they couldn't have had more the, than the, a few the minutes. Would have still, the, the pot wouldn't be cool to the touch. They would have had more than a few minutes to react, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they couldn't have had more than that time, but a pot over a flame wouldn't have cooled in that short amount of time. They have known that we were coming. Mm-hmm. For five minutes or more, which tells me that they had plenty of time to prepare for our arrival. Which reminds me of um, like Bobby's guess where he was like, probably around 30-ish minutes. Yeah. Probably been hiding for around 30-ish. Yeah. Probably just had a little, little tea break and then we're just like, all right, positions. Yeah, exactly. You get in the wall, you get in your barrel. Come on. So that's kind of like now the potential answer we have from the Q&A, right? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know. How long have they been there waiting and preparing for the scouts? But, um, yeah, I mean. Must be more than five minutes. I guess if you're thinking logically here, yeah, in terms of, like, how long have they been hiding? Because that's what the question was, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you guys are pretty much on the right track there. It's like, you know, like, look, it's got to be, like, close to, like, you know, 30 minutes or so Mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, maybe even less than that. Uh, I said maybe an hour, maybe. But it seems like it's a little bit less than... Than that. Yeah, it seems like it seems like they had a really good idea of when they would arrive and when they would. Yeah, it know. seems like yeah, they definitely. had a I good feel like idea. it had to be in like thirty to like fifteen to to thirty minutes. Fifteen thirty minutes, probably like you're right around the right track. Yeah, um, but so they have to explain to Dirk, right? Irvin explains, and now Dirk again is like, wait, hold on, hold on, how in the world would they know? And then that's when Armin speculates. Well, look, it's possible that they had a scout. In addition to the three, mm-hmm. right? He says, we should assume that we have many enemies and that they could be anywhere. Make now, Dirk feel real good right now. This scout is obviously, again, as I mentioned, an implication here of potential character. Mm-hmm. And then obviously this character is peak. At the time, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, at the time, I none of us. I was like, ah, sure. You know, like... At this time, we don't even know the full involvement of the Beast Titan, of what he's going to do, you know? We know that we he is there. We don't know that a card Titan exists. Yeah, we don't know about the card Titan, time. right? We just know that the Beast Titan is there, right? That fourth person, maybe, you know, if you're thinking maybe logically here, right, from what you know from the first time, is that maybe it's Ymir, because Ymir did go yeah. back with... True. You know, You'd be like, oh, Ryan they have Bertel. Ymir spying for them, you know? Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. that's what it is. Because at um, this time, we don't even know that Peak exists. Yeah. But it, you could tell just how far back they did think about this, because Isayama's a genius, that they have even Armin being like, ah, they have a Peak, obviously, without knowing that there's a card time, just being yeah. like, oh, we have to know that, or we can only guess that there's another lookout, that there's a, they have more allies, that yeah. we have more enemies. So it only makes sense. We can't limit them to just what they are, because, again, we don't know. And Armin talks more about this, this concept more in... I think the next in the next episode. Next yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, Armin's smart, man. But think about too of like. So peak is their their little their little fly on the wall. The idea of just assuming that we have enemies all around us, mm-hmm. right? Like in the span of months, which Connie informed us about that, like mm-hmm. Ryan and Bertold revealed to be traitors. Yeah. Then you have well, I should say before that. Before that, mirror. Oh. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. Annie was the first one to go ahead and be a traitor, right? Then you had over in Ugar Castle, you have Ymir, uh-huh. you know, revealing that she is a Titan user. And yeah. then you have, you know, 
Like and you have Ryan and Bertolt. Ryan and Bertolt. Revealing that they're traitors. You know, the monkey's still out there. Yeah, and then you, you know? have the monkey, and then, you There's know. There's so much, you know. You can't really predict this stuff, man. And then even as on their, you know, travels here, you know, Hanji informs them of the sleepy titans, you know? Yeah. Like, the thing is, there's so much that's happening. You have to go ahead and remind yourself, like, that's right. Like, updates, look, man. Updates. You know, this and this and this. Why? I see. When I first seen that, I was like, what's that hairless dog with the mouth looking like a subway from Subway? Yeah. Oh, what, yeah the talking about the, first, uh, the car first titan. Saw the car titan. Yeah. 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 The car titan is very odd looking when we first but, see but it. But then you see Peak and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And you see Peak like, there's no <laughs> way. Ooh la la. Um, but yeah. So this again, this was a cool little uh, moment where we, we again, we get our first essential, you know, little hint, hint. inkling of peak, yeah, a little peak, peak of peak of the cart titan. Yeah, peak of the cart titan. Yeah. Yes. Um. So now here's when things start getting serious for, for Armin. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, Irvin tells Armin. After Armin says, look, we need to be prepared. There can be enemies all around us. Irvin's like, hold on, hold on. Focus on what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Focus on the enemies that are nearby. Like, I trust you. And when you have the commander telling you that I trust you, like, yeah. okay, you know what? That's some serious business. Because we know Commander Irvin doesn't really go ahead and... He's not one of talk about his plans to other people necessarily, you know. Yeah. Like if he goes and he trusts you to the point where he's, he, never like, he's, been, he's never been the type of person that have loose lips. Yeah. You know, and he Especially, obviously even when it comes to like, like words like giving words of affirmation or like complimenting or whatever, yeah. it's just like oh. And he he, he 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 delegates accordingly, you know. We've seen him do it a few times over to, uh, you know, to some leaders. You know, we've seen him obviously do it with Hanji, you know. Uh, he has a good eye for good leaders. Yeah. And uh, he goes and he tells him, look, with that mind of yours, you've saved us from disaster countless times. Now do it again. We are in dire need of your help. Again, again. You can take as many soldiers as you need. If the enemy's hiding near the inner gate, find them. Now we know what uh, Armin and his uh, new objective is. Mm-hmm. That is to go ahead find and them. focus on what's in front of you. Don't think about potential enemies, you know, on the outside, find the ones we know that are potentially here. Yeah. Find the ones we know that are hiding. You've found the three, right, cups. Now, find them. Mm -hmm. And uh, Herman looks like he is... uh, Pissing his pants. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. What? Um, The Irwin? Yeah, I trust you. You're smart, man. Yeah. Stop doubting yourself. Definitely. Um... But I mean, Irvin Let's is right. Let's see how he handles this this new we, new little leadership. Yeah, I mean, here now, I mean, as Irvin mentions, like Armin has literally saved the scouts, you know, handful of times already from his whether it's him his being beautiful uh, big blonde brain. Yeah, you know, just him being aware of his surroundings and stuff, noticing certain important details, you know, mentioning them to the you know, leaders, the section commanders and stuff like that, you know, and then them now being able to go ahead and kind of plan accordingly, like Armin has been a crucial part of the survival for for these scouts. I mean, he was obviously, we talked about, you know, just with, with the first time we encounter a traitor with, with Annie, mm-hmm. you know, like Armin is literally like... The first one. 
he is the one that is uh when they try to reveal the truth and try to expose Annie, he's the one that's like leading that charge, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? The ton of blondes sent you on Instagram, AJ. Thank you so much for that. Um But yeah. We'll see what Armin can do. That's a lot of blondes. It's just a yeah. bunch of uh, characters of Attack on Titan. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of blondes. But I think his story One is bolt. my blonde. All right. As Lexi said, let's go see uh, what what Armin does. So now, uh, continu continuing, we now see gathered scouts there together as Commander Irvin informs them. As of now, you will obey Armin Arlet's commands. He'll tell you how to proceed. A scared and nervous Armin looks at Commander Irvin and then looks at the group of scouts. The scouts react as they kind of pause and they look into the eyes of their new scared leader. But then they acknowledge their new orders. A scout informs Armin, We've searched the wall's parameter thoroughly. Another scout asks, What are your instructions, Arlet? And we see Armin trembling for a moment. But then, he nervously orders, We'll send one group to each side of the wall. Search the interiors of any buildings near the gate. If you find something, fire off an acoustic shell. And Armin looks at his soldiers. Does that work for you? And then the scouts, they take off to fulfill their orders and they scream out, Understood! All right. And as Armin proceeds to the mission, Dirk and Irvin watch as Dirk asks, Another gamble of yours? And Irvin answers, No. Arlet's proven himself. He's one of our greatest weapons that I know. And Dirk now mentions, Aaron's on his way to plug the inner gate. What now? Should we halt the operation till we find the enemy? Irvin, staying focused and prepared, responds, We continue. We'll lose a prolonged, excuse me, we'll lose a prolonged campaign in enemy territory. To prevail, our only chance is to win a decisive battle. With that in mind, even if all has gone according to the enemy's plan thus far, we simply have to deal with it. In any case, they aren't the only ones who are hiding something. To be continued. Mm. The enemies are not the only ones hiding something. Wow. Irvin never lets, lets them know all of his plans. Now. But the gambler is not gambling. In this scene here, right, as he mentions that he, like, they are not the only ones hiding something, he, like, reaches for his side little kind of blade or something, mm -hmm. right? Like a pocket. Now, just to speculation here, because obviously I haven't gone in and seen the last part of this episode here, right? Now, this isn't the syringe and all that, right? That's what I'm guessing. Levi still has that. Because I did watch ahead and I... I... There's no other indication of like something else? Of anything else. I'm trying to think. Yeah. 
because he made it seem like he had it on him. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe it was more of just like a a symbolic hmm. kind of like, we have it. Maybe. It's on, it's not on my hip, but it's on Levi's hip. Yeah. Yeah, could be. Um, but let's talk about, of course, my guy Armin. Now. <laughs> He's so nervous. This, does this now make him kind of like a section commander? Uh, I mean, I guess that kind of makes him sort of like a squad leader. Yeah, squad leader. There yeah. you go. He's more of like a squad leader because, you know, he gets, you know, he gets clearly, squad now. clearly it's, it's <laughs> that the, um, they, they obviously, the scouts trust Irwin a lot. They trust him and his judgment a lot. So obviously they hear Irvin be like, hey, you're listening to that guy now. Obviously they're going to be like, all right, whatever Irwin says, I trust him because he trusts him. Mm-hmm. What are your orders, Arlette? Yeah. I will say in the anime, in the dub, she says his last name really weird. Really? She was like, understood. What are, she's like, what are your, how does she say it? What are your instructions, Ar- Arlette? She like says it weird. Arlette? It's like, what are your instructions, Arlette? Hmm. Yeah, she hmm. says like Arlette. Like she puts more in, like enunciation on something else. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, but I decided to say it normally. Yeah, thank you for that. But, but yeah, yeah so they're gonna trust him because Erwin trusts him, and then trust of course now. Irwin, of course, Armin's gonna be like, "I do have good ideas, but does it work for you guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you guys cool with that?" Yeah, squad leader uh, Arlet. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is again a new now uh, step to Armin's, you know, development as a character. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine here, like, say you're in that group, or say you're Connie, Sasha, or Jean. Mm-hmm. And you look over, you're in your, you know, you're kind of in your spot, you're in your mm-hmm. position. And then you notice over on the other side, you're like, wait, is Armin leading that squad? Yeah, yeah. leading Erwin's squad right now? Huh? Uh, yeah. Wait, what's going on? Huh? And Erwin's just standing there watching him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think they would be happy and proud of him. I think they'd Armin. be like, oh, yeah, good job. Like, we know this guy's smart. And they go and be God, like, thank God someone Yeah, knows. Armin, we see you. And Armin's kind of like, oh, like blushing, like, stop, guys, stop, whatever, you know? Yeah. Guys, we're supposed to be hidden. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're letting everyone know who we are. Yeah. Yeah, great point. Maybe I wouldn't be best to go ahead and be there. <laughs> go, Armin. Hell yeah, Armin. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shit, sorry, sorry. Not Armin. You're not Armin. Maybe I'm closer to Connie than I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now Armin has a squad here. He's very nervous. They ask him for the instructions. They go ahead. They mention what they just did, what their you know previous orders were. Relays the information about the the tea. Yes. Um, like, hey, man. But one of the scouts says her. we search the walls perimeter mm-hmm. thoroughly. Right now, Armin's saying, look. We'll go ahead and we'll send one group to each side of the wall. Search the interiors mm-hmm. of any buildings near the gate. Now, not just about the walls. Now, now it's about the surroundings, stuff, right? Yeah. And if you find something, fire off an acoustic shell. But does that work for you guys? Does Is that cool? That work for you? Um, so yeah, it's cool because there is a brief pause here in this moment here in this episode where it's kind of like Armin's waiting like, you guys just going to listen to me? Mm-hmm. And they do. They go ahead and they, you know, adamantly yeah. go ahead and so, use their ODM gear to carry on the mission. And we're not going to have an opinion about it. We trust Erwin. Erwin trusts him. So yeah. we trust him. However, Dirk's still on the fence. He says, is that another gamble? 
of yours? Gambling man? Um, but I love Irvin's response here, saying no. That Armin's proven himself. And this sentence here, this line, mm-hmm. he's one of our greatest weapons. That's something that it's Levi, the big brain of his. Levi described Irvin as. Mm-hmm. Like, literally trying to plea and threaten Irvin to not even be a part of this mission, to stay in his office, just wait for everything's good to go. We cannot lose you because you are humanity's greatest weapon. Mm-hmm. That mind is the greatest weapon. And to have Irvin describe Armin as him being one of our greatest weapons, like that in a way is again kind of like a passing of the guard. We understand yeah. now, we understand after seeing it what's really gonna happen. Yeah. You know? And, and this is a really good way of foreshadowing that because it's yeah. not super obvious, but it's also like we're putting way more trust and more responsibility on Armin because yeah. we believe that he can handle it. We know that he's suited for because he's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but I didn't even like catch that the first time when you were saying like, oh, our greatest weapon. Yeah, you're right. That is how Levi described uh, Urban. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's pretty it's pretty smart foreshadowing. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not super obvious. It's very subtle. Yeah. You know? That's what that's what's so good about Attack on Titan. That's why we have a podcast on it. And we have. We've had the subtle little, you know, foreshadowing moments, even when, you know, in the previous portion here that we talked about in this episode with the card Titan, you know? And we, again, we don't know about the card Titan, but we know that there mm-hmm. is some sort of scout relaying information. Again, yeah. we find out that it's the card Titan. It's a cool little kind of little subtle uh, reference there. And then here we get some subtle foreshadowing, which I thought it was cool that Armin is described as one of humanity's or say one uh, one of the greatest weapons that humanity has he's getting that well-deserved respect yeah and he's getting that described that description by the commander himself the commander of the scouts Irvin Smith um and again Irvin himself I feel like doesn't just throw out these as you mentioned kind of like compliments or mm-hmm. you know he doesn't just mention these to anybody or really say them to people just give out words of affirmation like that yeah you know? Unless and, they're truly deserving. And we know that Armin is. <laughs> like I said, he's Ar- Arlet's proven himself. Yep. And so now... Dirk is essentially saying, what now? Yeah. Right? What? Should we just stop everything until we find the enemy? And Irvin, uh, of course, is not going to stop anything. And he says, look, we're staying focused and we're staying prepared. We'll continue... Right? He says, we'll lose a prolonged campaign in enemy territory. Now, those words, what is it, What is that all about? <laughs> well, <laughs> those words, here? what do they mean? So, uh, we'll lose a prolonged campaign in enemy territory. Basically saying, like, if we just wait, then odds are aren't in our favor. Yeah, so the longer we wait, the worse things are going to get? Yeah, basically saying, like, Take a proactive in, in enemy territory, because technically this isn't their territory. Got yet. it. In enemy territory, if we they have been here prolong longer. anything, then yeah. the odds of us surviving get worse. Yes. Got it. That. Okay. And then he says, yeah, to, to prevail, our only chance is to win a decisive battle. Yeah, I get it. You know, you got to go yeah, ahead and... You just uh, need to be... that Like that word, proactive. Yeah. That's the word. You have to be, like, uh, proactive and keep, you know, keep on acting and keep doing your thing. And just, again, like... Like we were saying earlier, like it's quiet, it's too quiet. Things are going too well. Yeah. The, the plan is going too according to the plan, but we shouldn't stop. Let's just keep shouldn't going, stop. I guess. Yeah. And then here, again, 
it's important that Urban says this that like even if it has all gone according to the enemy's plan so far, we just have to deal with it. Yeah. Right? Or with the punches. And then that's when he gives a little uh, disclaimer, his little uh, tease here that they aren't the only ones who are hiding something. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, he's Which... obviously taking precautions. He's trying to be s- steps ahead of, you know, potentially what could go wrong. Um, we know that Irvin is a well-prepared commander. So good stuff there, guys. And that's what we have for this episode. Um, yeah. Tune in next week. So this was a jam-packed uh, episode, season three, episode 13, as we are splitting it into four parts. Um, and we want to go ahead and, of course, just really focus on these portions here. Focus on uh, the just these aspects so that we don't gloss over anything, you know. And also, it's cool to go ahead and really kind of stretch out the AOT content, you know. It means more content for us to go ahead and talk about. Um, but yeah, that's what we got for you guys. So with all that being said... Um, that wraps up another episode of the Attack to Talk podcast. This is season three of our episode breakdown and discussions. Uh, remember, guys, as Lexi mentioned, new episodes are, uh, well, I say new episodes are streamed live on Twitch every Sundays. Um, time. TBA. Yes. You know, we're still figuring that out, guys. We obviously, as I mentioned, we want Zach to go ahead and be here and participate over in our AOT discussions and, uh, you know, we all love Zach, and so uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll we'll continue to update you guys on time and all that. So make sure you guys go and get all your updates over on Instagram at uh, Attack to Talk Podcast. Now, um, reminder, guys, new episodes are published published over on Fridays, um, and those are obviously all prepared by uh, the man himself, Nate. Nate plays bad. Go ahead and support Thank uh, you, Nate. Nate plays bad. He does uh, an awesome job of getting the episodes prepared and stuff and uh again just like with zach uh nate himself also is a very busy individual so nate tries to do what he can to go ahead and get the episodes available over on fridays um so huge shout out to nate go ahead and check out his channel guys go ahead and support him um and all that good stuff and shout out to you nate thank you so much now thank uh, you nate do you uh want to go ahead and mention a little something lex yes i do Uh, so as I mentioned last week for you, for those of you that don't remember or weren't there, um, be sure to check our link tree up in our, it's in our bio on pretty much all of our stuff. At the very top of the link tree, you will say, you will see help Aaron, 23 year old grad fight ALS. That is my best friend, Aaron. And, uh, at the top of our link tree, you will see a link for her to go, um, link to go to her GoFundMe. Uh, and you guys can also check out her Instagram at, uh, Unsteady and unsteady and ready. Is that what it is? I should I should know. That. We had it over in chat. Yeah, unsteady and ready. Good job, me. Mm-hmm. At unsteady and ready. Her name is Aaron Taylor. Uh, and go ahead and check it out. Uh, check out the top of our link tree. You're gonna see uh, her beautiful face next to the link and go ahead and donate to her GoFundMe or you could just, you know, check out her posts. Check her out on uh, on TikTok at Unsteady and Ready. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead and check her out <clears throat> yeah. as, as she continues her battle uh, with ALS. Yeah. So, hi, as, as to answer your question, my friend, um, you know, she is uh, she's a fighter, man, and this yeah. is an ongoing thing. She's still thing. doing her thing. She's still but living life as much as she can and she's still well, yeah. doing and it with a big smile on her face. The beautiful and exactly, you know, something I kind of touched on last week is that it's it's great to go ahead and see Aaron seeing just the bright side of things and uh yeah. you know 
Well, we love Erin for that. And uh, yeah, go ahead and support her, guys. Check out the link over in the link tree, as Lexi mentioned. And uh, we'd be greatly, uh, we'd greatly appreciate you guys for the, yeah, for the support yeah. for, for Erin. Send her some love. Yes. Which we know that some of you guys have done already. So thank you so much. Yeah, for that. thank you for those of you yeah. that have. I, I've so seen your guys' uh, your guys' support on on our TikTok and your guys' comments yeah. and stuff, and it's awesome it's, it's really sweet to see that. Thank you guys for that. Uh, continue to do so. Continue to support her. She's still going to keep posting content, updating on her current um, lifestyle, pretty much on her status and everything with her fight with ALS, and she's still doing everything with a smile on her face. So continue to spread to spread love, just as she is, mm-hmm. and spread it on back to her. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Lex. And thank you guys again. So uh, now, as uh, Heisey also mentioned here, we have a code to go ahead and use, and that is for some potential merch opportunities here, guys. If you guys are looking for some merch, right? Uh, inside that link tree, as Lexi talked about, we have a link for uh, Fandomian. Mm-hmm. And Fandomian, it's a cool store, guys. It's a cool online store that has so much different stuff to go ahead and even just browse and search and look at. It has all different types of just categories and stuff, guys. Excuse me. They have a bunch of anime. They have a bunch of just like anything that you guys can go ahead and, and, and just maybe even think about it i'm sure it's there and if you guys want to go and find out just go ahead and click the link guys and go ahead and start browsing and um if you guys see something you guys like i mean there's a way for you guys to go and get a little bit of a discount code discount yep and that is uh, code lex lex use that code guys if you guys are going and going to purchase as i mentioned uh some of the stuff you guys see over over in this camera where zach's camera is like there are some merch there and uh, if you guys are looking to go ahead and do it, maybe search up over on Fandomia and search up some Shigaraki stuff. Yeah, see what you they know? got there. See what they got there. Uh, the they have, art they have a little see, bit of everything. So. Yeah, the art that you see, I don't think will be available on there because that is Caesar's <laughs> yeah. art. But as far as, you know, some Shigaraki stuff or even other anime stuff, guys, um, go ahead and use. Interesting. Spotify just like crash. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Spotify just be. But it's still playing. On but. Unless someone else just connected to the speaker. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting? Not the first time that's happened. You hear anything playing? Mm-mm. I do not. Oh well. It normally makes a sound if it dies. So, oh well, it's fine. We'll that's just what do, it is, we'll guys. Just do this We're getting to a anyways. Guys. This would be an acoustic set. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, guys, but as I mentioned, um, you guys go ahead and check out the the link over in Linktree to Fandomian. Mm-hmm. Do some browsing, guys. Also, as I mentioned, the holidays are right around the corner, so get a, uh, ahead of the game, guys, because yeah. Fandomian, there is going to be a little bit of a, of, uh, of a wait for things to get shipped to you. So um, be a little, as we mentioned, be proactive, right? Yeah, be, be proactive, proactive. Be ahead of the game. Be one step ahead of the game, guys. Come on, guys. Go ahead and, and, and look. Life and comes see at you fast. Stuff, Before then, we know uh, it, it's going to be Christmas. Yeah, honestly, as crazy as it is, that's true. Yeah. Um, so check out, guys. See what they got over in Fandomian. And uh, again, if you guys see something you like and you guys have yourself a little cart there, not cart titan, not but a cart, cart of items. Yeah. Um, perhaps you will find some cart titan merch. Perhaps. Uh, go and use that uh, that code, promo code LEX, for uh, for a discount off your mm-hmm. guys' uh, Type in order. LEX and you'll get 10% off. No any, no updates over on Fandomia Uh No, nothing okay. yet. But Eddie did get his merch and it looks pretty cool. Hell yeah. And he got himself some t shirts. Love it. Some Neon Genesis Evangelion t shirts. Beautiful. Something I still need to go and see. I know it's on Netflix, but. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff, guys. Um, so I mentioned art. Obviously, the art that you see there is uh, art from Caesar. Uh, make sure you guys go ahead and support him as well, guys. Caesar, he's just an awesome dude, man. Mm-hmm. We love, we love him, man, and he's he's working hard to go ahead and, and put out some cra- just some crazy, just uh, incredible art. Um, as you guys see, I got a Venom. I got plenty of Joker stuff. There's other stuff here over inside this room as well. 
Um, but that's all stuff that you can go ahead and see over on his Instagram at Art of Caesar. Type in Art of Caesar and you guys will go and see art underscore of underscore Caesar underscore. Um, yeah, go ahead and, and follow him, guys. If you guys don't follow me yet, please follow. Uh, check out what he's got. I believe he also has a, a TikTok as well over at Art of Caesar. Um, yeah, he's just an awesome dude. You know, he's got beautiful aspirations of just trying to go and become a comic book artist and stuff. And that's that's awesome stuff, guys. And we want to go ahead and just support him over on this journey and see what he's making, see what he's drawing up, see what already has available. I know that, as we mentioned uh, on past episodes, that um, the link that we have over in the link tree used to be a, a link that would take you to his Etsy store. But it seems mm-hmm. that the, the the link isn't available, but we're going to have it on there just for the sake of, you know, never know. Yeah. If the, 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 the store, reminder. Yeah. If the Etsy store will go ahead and... Uh, you know, be available at some point, but is there ever at Frankenstein's? He's there with his new stuff posted all the time. Yeah, he's got that brand new uh, Attack on Titan painting yeah, up there. That was Looks I mean, that really, was, really was cool. Phenomenal. Yeah, so go uh, go ahead and support him, guys. Go ahead and follow him on Instagram to see what he's he's been making, guys, and we'd appreciate that. Um, we have so many talented friends, guys, and, and you guys are all incredible. We love you guys so much. Um, you guys' support is just uh, it, it literally is the um, the heart and soul over of this podcast. Yeah. You know, you guys are what, what drives us and what motivates us and what pushes us to continue doing this and stuff. And, uh, you know, um, you guys are awesome. We love you guys so much. Um, and I just, I don't know, guys. I go ahead. Whenever I, I talk about this, I go, I legit, um, it, it does. It brings me to a certain kind of mindset and emotions where I'm like, I just feel so damn lucky that I'm in this position to where I'm able to go ahead and just chat with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, like, honestly, it's just real talk, guys. It's just... I can't believe that I am the host of this incredible podcast and it's incredible because of you guys. Yeah. You know, um, I continue to go ahead and just be mind blown over the fact that like the amazing community that this podcast has created is something where I'm just so damn just thankful and lucky to just be a part of, you know, and this is coming from a guy who just was what recently years ago, just reintroduced to anime. Yeah. And then here I am now, oh, as sudden, I mentioned, just a part, life. <laughs> part of this awesome thing that is, you know, a podcast based around an awesome just story. And uh, I don't know. You guys are, as I mentioned, the heart and soul of this podcast. Um, and again, just speaking on... Just speaking and just being real and just being honest with you guys because that's all that's all I want to be is just here. You know, I want to have fun with you guys, but at the same time, I don't ever want to bullshit you guys. I don't ever want to go and lie. I'm just, I, you know, just me and being genuine, being real. Um, there are times, plenty of times where it it's it's hard to go ahead and uh, continue to be motivated, inspired and stuff, continue on consistency and all that. It's a difficult it's a thing. Sometimes. You know, like. It's tough to do this and, and have like a weekly preparations to go ahead and have like an in-depth analysis and go ahead and, and focus on the episodes and stuff, you know, and all that and and just uh, focus on this throughout the week and all that and stuff. And uh, and then, you know, it's like it's tough, guys. But at the end of the day, whenever we're able to go ahead and stream live, whenever I'm able to go ahead and stream live and talk with you guys, that is what makes it all worth it, you know? And I know I've said on here plenty of times, like, and I hope you guys are fully aware of this. Like, I'm not doing this for the sake of like, oh, I hope that this thing becomes such a like a big thing to where we can get money from it or whatever. Like, no, 
As a matter of fact, I've gone on to say, look, I don't want any kind of subscriptions. I don't want any members. I don't want any of that stuff. I want you guys to be able to go ahead and join us to where you guys go and chat with us and stuff. I want this to be a fun thing. So you're not fans, you're friends. Yeah, that's what it is, man. You know, like, and again, I'm so damn appreciative and just so damn lucky to have you guys support, to have you guys take your precious time and join us over on a Sunday. And I know that it's late for a lot of you guys. I know that, you know, you guys have work in the morning Mm -hmm. and, you know, like I do too. You know, and that's why it's like it could be difficult at times. But when I'm here and I'm talking with you guys, then it's like all that disappears. And then that's all just fun. You guys feel me with just like love and and support. And uh, and I just want you guys to know that, again, as I do every podcast and how, uh, you know, in, in our closings, that I appreciate you guys so much. I love you guys' support. And I'm just I feel lucky, you know, no matter how. You view this podcast, you know, like, again, this is a small podcast, but it's it's something that I enjoy doing and doing it with you guys. No matter how difficult it gets with the preparation and stuff, you know, but yeah, you guys are awesome and we're going to continue doing this. And so I hope you guys continue to stick around because as I mentioned, you guys are what's really fueling me and I don't want to speak on Lex, but. I know we've had conversations where it's like it would be difficult doing this without your guys' support and without yeah. you guys tuning in and chatting with us live. Yeah, I feel the same. You know, so um, we're going to continue focusing on these episodes. So I hope that you guys continue to support us and continue joining us here live whenever we uh, we stream on Sundays. And as I mentioned, we're going to try to get Zach over here too. We need yeah. Zach here to be a part of this as well. I got to so, get fired up. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, and Zach does, he does bring this, the energy and stuff like that. Yeah, sure, I, I don't know? know how to bring that kind of energy, guys. <laughs> not, on a, not on a Sunday night. <laughs> Sorry. You know? But I know how to bring the logic. <laughs> I can bring that. But again, guys, thank you so much for just continuing to it, it just inspire and motivate us. And uh, we're so appreciative and thankful for you guys. Um, so with all that being said, guys, remember, um, future Q&As and future poll questions that we put out for you guys. We hope that you guys continue to go ahead and uh, support us with those and respond and, and vote and all that because we enjoy starting off these podcast episodes by seeing the results and the feedback and stuff. We enjoy seeing your guys' point of views and your aspects and stuff. We got another really good one uh, this week with, uh, with you know, Jacob going outside the box and, and really go and, and, and having an awesome response that is something where it was more maybe, philosophical yeah you didn't go cool. ahead and, and think of it from face value exactly it's something where it's like it's so philosophical that it's something where it's like man damn you're right this has been happening no man you didn't you time. didn't misunderstand it you understood it <laughs> yeah, in your understood own it way too good <laughs> um but yeah guys please go ahead and uh vote on the poll questions and uh and give us some responses over in the q a's uh we'd appreciate you guys for that and again shout out to the loyal listeners uh, I know that people are here enjoying some chat. I'm so thankful for you guys. But even the ones that are just mm-hmm. listening right now to mm-hmm. us as we're streaming live, like, thank you guys so much. Um, yeah. Your guys' support just means You're the world really to appreciated. us. And, uh, and yeah, Attack to Talk, Levi Squad, you guys are just incredible. We love you guys so much. Uh, so shout out to you guys and uh, to the AOT fam. Um, just stay safe, guys. Um, hope, hope you guys are having fun this October. Halloween's right around the corner, so hopefully you guys are uh, coming up with some good costume ideas. Uh, I know that uh, um, there's going to be some, you know, Halloween parties and all that stuff, you know, and obviously we'll have time for that as well, but I do want to say just to kind of, you know, get it instilled in you guys' brain now, just, you know, yeah. all that stuff, parties and whatnot, stuff like that, go out there, have fun, but be smart and be safe, you know? Um, 
do all the things you need to do to go ahead and just avoid a lot of just, you know, dumb stuff. Uh, but yeah, just you guys are smart. You guys are, you know, you, you just go out there, have fun and, and be smart, guys. Yeah. So uh, love you guys so much. Spread that love and positivity, um, which obviously Lexi said to you, like, that's what exactly what Aaron's doing. So let's do the same thing too, man. Spread that love and positivity. Our Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, our Aaron. <laughs> Not AOT Aaron. A- AOT he's Aaron. Doing, he's is, doing something he's else. spreading something else. <laughs> but our Aaron. Yeah. Our Aaron with an I. Yes. She's doing great. Um, and uh, again, guys, we hate hating. We love love. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. So uh, I love you. And I uh, hope to see you guys back here with us over on Sunday. And we'll give you guys a time on uh, on Sunday. Spreading that freedom. <laughs> yeah. Spread that freedom. Um, and I hope you guys have a great productive week. And I hope to see you guys with us here next week. So uh, this is AJ signing off saying I love you guys. All right. All right. This is Lexi signing off with your weekly pickup line. Um, I just wanted to sh- say that I, uh, I know what you guys should be for Halloween. Uh, you guys should be mine. Good night. <laughs>